Hey, what's going on? My name is Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. Now, this is an interview that I've had stored in my archives for a while, over a year, yikes, because I had taken a break from podcasting. But now I'm back and I'm really happy to share this interview with you that I had with Christine Burnett. The conversation that we had is still relevant to today. And that was the hope when I created this podcast and started to interview people is that we would talk about something that could be shared many decades after I'm done. So this is only a year, but it's still relevant. It's still relevant to us, our lives today. And Honestly, I really appreciated hearing myself from a year ago and how much I've grown. I hope you enjoy listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed having the conversation. So we have a very special guest here today. All my guests are special. I really enjoy talking to them and getting to know more about their lives and their experiences. Today we have Christine. Of course, I'm going to let her tell you exactly who she is and what she does, but she specializes in helping people find their inner strength. So, Christine, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and why you're here? Hi, Lee. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be here. And um, I'm a certified EFT master practitioner. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. I'm also a coach and a healer. So I love to combine all three um, to help you find your inner strength to be the best version of yourself. Wonderful. Now, you said emotional freedom techniques. I'm really curious about that. How did you actually get into this? Uh, How did you start doing this? Okay, so I will start that I was an elementary school teacher for 30 years and I crashed really hard, really deep to the point where I was non-functional. And um, I had to find techniques because the medication just made me sicker. So I came across EFT, which is an emotional freedom technique. And as you tap on meridian points, it will calm the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that brings you to the fight or flight uh, response so that you can come back to the present moment and release whatever it is that you had stuck. I went from being able to climb Mount Washington to not being able to walk anymore, not being able to reach um, higher than my head in the cupboards, not being able to walk anymore. I needed a sacrolumbar support. support. I also um, had a hard time making full sentences. I couldn't read more than three words without getting a headache. When I said I crashed, I really crash. When I look back, I would say it was um, many, many um, choices that I made where I gave my power away to others. And I was left powerless, literally, emotionally, physically, and mentally. Wow. So what happened? I mean, uh, you were, you crashed and it sounds like it was more than just a coffee afternoon caffeine crash. It was something more serious. What was your life like before you crashed? Oh, I, I was 
I was working like <laughs> many hours uh, devoted to my students because I wanted them to get the best. And um, I was just, I, you know, really uh, burning the candle at both ends on all levels. And uh, the stress took over a lot of it. Um, I just didn't have any coping uh, mechanisms for all the situations that presented themselves. You know, when the life, when life comes knocking at your door and you don't listen, you get the tornado. So I got this huge tornado. And um, when I tried to go back to school, the tornado came back. So I needed to find solutions. And one Wednesday in the middle of the night, like I got this I woke up sitting up in my bed and it was like, you need to register online EFT. Like I couldn't go to any courses that I had to drive to because I wasn't strong enough to drive that far. So I took an online course at four, I don't know, I think it was two or four in the morning with Deborah Lindsay. And that was the beginning of my major transformation. Okay. So you went through a transformation, um, just it seems like you're burnt out with work it was very very stressful but you also said i'm i'm keep going back to this because i don't feel like i'm getting the detail that i'm looking for okay <laughs> so okay just, so you want juicy details <laughs> I'm with the, i want to pull you back well because you know uh, people want to know yeah. that your experience is is real and they can definitely yeah. relate to some of these things but when you yeah. say um kind of overall you crashed well that could mean a lot of things to other people yes. and specifically yes. if we're looking at your emotional health yes. then i'm sure people can see themselves in whatever experience that you've yes. had and so i just hope that you'd share that okay for sure it'd be my pleasure because you know i'm here to help other people and if my story helps other people then i'm very willing so I started with a burnout, continued with a deep depression, like I was off work for two years. And I um, continued on with, um, like I had, I, I start, I actually, it was December 26, 2016. I went to bed and I slept for 20 hours a day for three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, I said, this is enough. I need to do something, you know, I've slept enough. So I took my laundry down the stairs and I missed the last step and I blacked out. I don't know what happened, but I woke up with excruciating pain in my leg, in my back, in my arm. And wow. so this brought me to, whoa, you know, so then, then I started having all these issues with my feet swelling up. And of course I had to heal. I went through tests. I went through this and that, and I was already a person who enjoyed natural healing. I wanted to heal naturally. You get to a point where if you're going to the hospital and I didn't have a regular doctor because we don't have enough doctors, even though we have a free healthcare system here. And <laughs> where, where are you again? In I'm in the province of Quebec in Canada. Ah. <laughs> Very cool. So I'm on a waiting list for a doctor. And actually, it's been, uh, well, since 2016. <laughs> wow, that is something else. Uh. And um, I was now working uh, at, at a school with a principal that I had many challenges with. And um, I was in a toxic relationship 
And, you know, so I had just given my power away by wanting to please everybody. And you cannot oh, yeah. please a principal who, I hope this doesn't get to her ears. <laughs> you cannot please a principal who is a manipulative, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, they do exist up there. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, people and, are people everywhere, huh? Yeah, and in a toxic relationship where you can't, com or when you communicate and the per person says yes and then does the opposite, <laughs> it's very, like, I can laugh about it today because I have released all the the stuff and the stuck emotions about that. Oh, yeah, but, definitely. But it's you can, but it's easy to see in my case that this goes way back to when I was a little girl. You yeah, know, most of these patterns that we do. Exactly. Go so our patterns go way back. So, you know, between zero and seven in the EFT world, we often say between zero and seven, that's where most of our trauma is or originates from. So um, I always look at the um, possibilities of getting to the source and then creating new possibilities. It's so important to create those new possibilities so that you can have a new life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I I hear you saying that there were a lot of challenges that you've had. Um, it seems like it. a lot of things may have come from when you were younger. Of course, I can point out a lot of things that I have done that, that comes from my past. And, and it doesn't even have to be um, something that's traumatic. Like a quick story about my grandma. She used to, I used to go to her house for um, after school because she lived really close and she had some spicy food. So my grandma's from the Bahamas and she made um, some spicy food. I wasn't really used to it, but I was kind of young. Mm -hmm. So I was yeah. happy to eat it. I sat down and she gave me a glass of juice and I was like, oh, this is spicy as I was eating it. So I drank all my juice before I ate my food. And I was like, grandma, can I have some more juice? She gave me water. <laughs> she gave me water. <laughs> I ate all of my food before I got, before I drank that water. And so to this day, most of the time when I'm eating, I will eat all my food and then I will consume my beverage. That's just how I do things. It's always been that way. But it just shows the show that little things that you don't even think of stick with you. And they manifest in ways that you can't really identify like what I just did. I totally agree with what you are saying, like 100%. And it's the perception that the child has at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. It's not the perception of the adult that's important, but the perception of that little girl or little boy at that time that needs to be released in order to let go of that pattern and so, the ramifications of it. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was curious. Can you can you say more about, about that when you mean the... The child and the adult, are you talking about the parent or are you talking about us as children and us as adults now? Okay, a little bit of all of it. So when I have a client who shows up with an issue and um, if I can sense, uh, because I discovered at uh, 55, 54, 55, that I had all these gifts that I could use to help people. So um, if... The person gives me permission and and I can sense uh, where the trauma comes from or the client will be able to um, all of a sudden just know the information and we will talk about what this 
their inner little girl or little boy um, went through and how that little boy or little girl felt at that time. And, and I will ask, well, what do they need to feel better? And we will work on a, um, in a dialogue with the, the memory of the situation to release that. And when you release that, it has such beautiful ramifications where you will all of a sudden be able to have a new mindset. You'll be able to. And it's it's so beautiful to see. Yeah, absolutely. So people come in and you kind of you're able to, to connect with them to sense what their trauma is or, you know, they may tell you yes. and you, you have a process. It sounds like a bit of role playing. Is that um, is it role playing or it's, um, it's really about connecting to your younger self's experience. Hmm. Interesting. So my younger self experience. So then I'm over there eating this hot food, spicy food. And although I can tolerate it today, or yes. I could just, you know, decide not to eat it today, <laughs> I couldn't in that position. So Essentially, looking back, being like, well, I'm, I'm hungry and I'm helpless. Yeah, and all the emotions that are associated with it. So you dive into those as well. Yes. So so that little boy that was hungry and ate the spicy food anyway, also because grandma told him to, and he knew better than to say no to grandma, right? <laughs> There's oh, all yeah. this oh, yeah. happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so this plays 24 seven in the back of our head in our unconscious and it acts out in our everyday life in different aspects it can be a thought that's associated to it it can be an emotion a feeling it depends uh each person is very different so when we can have a conversation when you can connect emotionally with that little boy at grandma's table having the spicy food and see and give you your power back to that little boy, then it translates into the adult self reclaiming their or, or stepping into their own strength even more. Yeah. So then reclaiming the power that I didn't have, you know, saying I can't, I can't yeah. disobey grandma. Well, I yeah. I mean, she's not the boss of me today. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how you say that, Lee, because no, she's not the boss today, but unconsciously forever, it's been playing in the back of your head. And mm -hmm. and, and because it's on in the unconscious, you can't see it for its face value and how it's affecting you really on a daily basis. So I want to hear more about this because... I kind of described where I'm drinking water at the end of my meal or drinking whatever it is, whatever beverage is at the end of my meal. And I, I attribute that directly to it. But, you know, I don't have the feelings that were associated with it before. Like, oh, man, I have to do this. It's like, oh, I remember why I do this. And I kind of remember my grandma a whole lot every mm -hmm. time I eat <laughs> because I do. <laughs> every time. See, every time you eat, she shows up. Okay. So this yeah. is exactly, this is perfect example, Lee, because every time you're eating, she's showing up unconsciously. All of a sudden she's there in your mind somewhere, whether it's 
super consciously that she's there or just in the back of the mind or, you know, or a vision of the situation shows up. And to me, this is kind of like a traumatic event that happened for you where we need to go. And I have many techniques as a certified EFT master practitioner that I can help you um, release this. So we would be tapping on meridian points to calm the amygdala to get the information. And as a healer, we would also be shifting that energy and we would be empowering you um, to be the best version of yourself. And, and, and I never know where the client will take me. I can have an idea, <laughs> but they always come out. <laughs> I have clients that have worked three or four sessions with me and they're like, okay, Christine, I don't know where you're going to take me today, but I know it's going to be awesome. <laughs> 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 and life, and it's very transformative. Yeah, because, of course. Because you're getting your power back in a way that's, oh, I don't know how to say it. You know, when you think about it, that even in 2019, I still didn't have my power back. So I was starting to, right? But um, I just had to heal on so many different levels. In 2016, I discovered with my uh, uh, psychologist that I had been traumatized um, at the age of two. A big traumatic event happened. But of course, I had no memory of that. I was two but it came back to me. Mm -hmm. And it was only when I was doing my um, certification as a master EFT practitioner that that memory came up and then that I was able to start taking layers away. But as well as I'm learning the energy modalities even more and uh, on many different levels, I can go and, and help out on so many more aspects now of that. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why people are able to take you on a journey or not sure where they're going to go is because the unconscious does what it wants to do and it'll take yeah. you where it wants you to go essentially. Yeah. So when you're exploring it, you might go left and it says, now we're going right. The, the floor is bottoming out. Now you're falling down a chute. This is what we're doing today. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't let my clients fall down the chute. I'm sorry. I refuse to, I have uh techniques not to re-traumatize people and uh, I also have techniques where if a person does not want to talk about it because they have talked it out with their therapist that is okay just let me know and I will take you through the steps where you don't even you just need to give me a title for it and that's good enough and I can help you go in and and um, release that so when you say title for it, what do you mean? Oh. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you're trying to get some more insight. Okay, Lee, I will give you more insight. <laughs> I'm so nosy. I'm so nosy. It's okay. it's okay because I'm certain that a lot of people listening will, will want to know more. So there's this technique. There's a technique called the movie technique. And, and, and we just give a title to the movie as we are doing, going through um, the steps and releasing. And um, I also have a technique to um, help you release trauma through the, uh, there's eye movements. It's hmm. called the gamut point. And, and as you do some eye movements, you are releasing as well on that. Level. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like you name it to tame it. Essentially you're naming this, this item 
the movie and you're not going to talk about this movie right now because it's traumatic. Yeah, we'll just use we'll just use the title. And I would like to take you through an experience, okay? I'd like you to get to experience firsthand. I I created this technique called snap set go because I wanted something easy and simple that my clients could do between appointments. Okay, mm. because I was connecting with some uh, clients that had like major issues and they needed support. So this is how this kind of came about. And then it has evolved into a whole technique now. And I can take you through the level one. And I would love if the audience just tried it out and really so you can experience it firsthand here live with Lee. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we jump into that, though, you okay. know, I'm definitely excited about that. There were a couple of things that I wanted to clear up. So okay. I think there's some terminology that you're throwing out that I'm not familiar with and maybe my audience isn't familiar with as well. So I'm, I think we may need this terminology, too, before we go into the, okay. the exercise. So you mentioned meridian points. Oh, yes. And tapping. Yes. And okay. amygdala. All words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All words. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've been in the field enough now that I, okay. So um, the best way to know more about meridians is you can go online and Google uh, meridian points tapping. So emotional freedom techniques is also known as tapping. And if you're looking for an app, uh, Nick Ortner is the specialist. He's uh, created an app for people to do um, some EFT for everyday cases, not for big cases where you need to work with a certified master practitioner or at least a practitioner, right? So what's something that's an everyday case? Everyday case, well, something just happened and it triggered you and you go to the app and you do this, 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 and it releases within 15 minutes, you're at a, so we, you're at a zero mm -hmm. out of 10. So we evaluate out of 10 at the beginning, where are you at? And then at the end, out of 10, how are you at? Where are you at in the sense of your fear or your emotion or your feeling? Or So, and the tap, just to add to the tap is that, uh, let's say um, on the side of the hand where the karate chop part is, if you just gently tap on that part of the hand, just gently, it, it you are activating um, that um, meridian point and it is sending a signal to your amygdala, which is a part of the brain that will, um, that when we were uh, cave people, it would be like telling us, oh, there's a tiger, you got to go hide, you know, you're in danger. So it's sort of saying, um, because of something that happened to you prior, it activates this danger. So for some people, uh, just somebody raising their voice, it will trigger the amygdala into that fear response. And then you're like, oh, you know, you're afraid, you're in panic mode. People who have panic attacks, you know, it mm -hmm. comes from that intense fear of something terrible that's going to happen to them. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. It's all okay. about connecting to the fight or flight or the yes. essentially, you know, calming your brain down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that term. Because yeah. what I'm gathering is that there are past events 
that have happened that have traumatized you and they've like kind of lived in your subconscious or unconsciously you're going around doing things or you're feeling things that you don't know, you don't know why, but it's affecting your life. Yes. For example, for me, when a man would raise his voice around me, I would start like at the end, I would just start shaking. I couldn't take it anymore. Right. I got to that point. But if I had done something about it earlier on in my life, I would have been able to release that. But I didn't have the tools that I have today. Ah. So when I learned EFT, the first thing I wanted to learn was to be able to talk to a gentleman and stay calm <laughs> without going into it. <laughs> and, and, you know, if he raised his voice, I'd be like, oh, no, like what's and, and my mind <laughs> would go into danger, danger, you know, which was crazy. I had never been beaten up to be black and blue anywhere. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it was, it's somebody explained to me once it's let that spiraling sort of effect. One little thing happens and then it, the next thing makes it seem even bigger. And the next thing makes it seem even bigger. So when they compile on one another, so it only takes that one little drop that will break the camel's back or make the water come over the top of the glass. And, and then you're, you're like, you're gone. You're snapping it, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. It, so, um, that is sounds, that sounds very, very powerful. The techniques that you're, you mentioned, um, I want to know though, how did you get into EFT? Now I know I've asked that question before, but I'm going to try and reframe it a different way because okay. you, you talked about having the experience where you um, were giving away all your power. You were trying to people please mm -hmm. and you had some physical um, discomfort or physical ailments. And then you got into EFT. Now, the first thing I know, I understand that you looking for a holistic healing. Yes. And there are so many things out there. Yes. Then how did you come across the, the EFT and how, how did you decide that this was the thing for you? I can remember that in 2017, I signed up for Dawson Church's uh, Healing Your Life uh, course. And I did the course, but I didn't heal my life. I, I mean, it showed me a lot. I learned quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So I just continued on and kept getting sick. And I kept uh, really praying for solutions, right? I needed to get out of the mess I was in, the emotional, physical, and mental mess I was in. And um, I really, it was like this. I, I followed Nick Ortner. I read his books. I, you know, took a summer course and I think it was in 2018, if I'm correct. Um, and for six weeks and I did it at home and I was very vigilant and I cut everybody off out of the world to just focus. Like if I wow. was at the retreat, you know, mm -hmm. I was really trying too. And then I felt so much better. So I went back to teaching. But when the reality, all the aspects of reality of teaching came in, then I crashed again. And, ah. and then that's when the doctor insisted I take medication. And that's when I got really sick. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. the medication, I had a very adverse effect on me. Wow, that sounds awful. So definitely, yeah. 
um, it, if you weren't interested in it before, you're <laughs> definitely not going to try it anymore. And like, all right, try the Western way. And all this is the pharmaceuticals. It didn't work for you. And it seems like you're well, proof. Well, I did have another doctor because I went, didn't have like a one doctor and I would go to the emer emergency room and then get another doctor. And he insisted that um, he would follow me for a while and, and would help me. And he says, well, there is a lighter medication you can try. So this time I documented and, and I had somebody noticing from the outside what was going on, how I was behaving and how I was acting. And, and I was starting to go downhill again. Oh. So when I saw him, this doctor listened and he said, okay, I can see that you cannot take this kind of medication. Wow. Wow. So uh, you definitely gave it another try. And uh, fortunately, you know, the doctor was, yes. <laughs> and yes. he was in tune to what you were saying. He didn't dismiss you. And yeah. so he treated you appropriately and then you moved yeah. away from it. So then now what I understand is that there are no, no pharmaceuticals right now. Oh no. You just decided, all right, since this is, this time it didn't work. Doctor says it's not going to work for me either. I'm going to go try something else. And that's where you got to looking online, searching, Googling. Exactly. And, and it was like, I had wanted to get certified in EFT after doing, um, um, Nick Ortner's uh, course for fibromyalgia, but um, I don't know. I well, I had to drive somewhere, and I couldn't drive. You know, I didn't have the strength to drive anywhere. So is I, that I due to that. fibromyalgia? Yeah. Yes, and and um, uh, the doctor did also say it's a side effect of uh, major depression, not to be able to do all this stuff. Oh yeah, and definitely. It's and it's a, a side effect of the medication I took and. I did find a naturopath that had been a doctor in France. So mm. I felt pretty comfortable, um, especially explaining it to my family that I would, you know, go see a naturopath. And because she had some medical background. A what? A what? I felt she, she had a medical background in what? the, in the country of France. Okay. But you said a, a naturopath? A naturopath. Oh, yeah. See, I'm unfamiliar with that. What is that? A naturopath is a person that uses um, natural remedies. So um, she she was able to identify that uh, my liver was very weak and my kidneys, and so she put me on a detox diet and detox um, um, products. Like I went to the to the uh, natural health food store and it cost me $500 the first time. Okay. in products, <laughs> <laughs> but was it worth it? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So, however, as I started healing and she was so excited at how um, I was healing quickly, but I kept having these setbacks. So why was I having these setbacks? I was having these setbacks because I hadn't healed how to deal with emotional situations, how to deal with every day. And I will go even deeper. Having been, I discovered I was an empath. Well, what is an empath? An empath is a person that is highly sensitive. And if you are looking for an amazing book, it's by Dr. Judith Orloff. 
And uh, she is, when I read while I bought the audio and listened to it, because I couldn't read at that point, when I listened to that book, as I took walks outside, I started to understand a bit more who I was. So um, I'm a physical empath. I'm an emotional empath. Um, What that means is I'm highly sensitive. So right now, not to feel your energy, Lee, not that you're not a nice guy or anything. I have all my, I, I have all these strategies now so that I don't feel what other people are feeling. So what that means, if this if was, um, uh, if I'm walking down the street, for example, that is super simple, right? I'm taking a walk, I'm in a good yeah. mood, and all of a sudden I'm angry and I'm complaining about the holes in the asphalt. Like what happened? What triggered me? Well, something triggered me and it was in the energy. I can feel it, I can sense it, and, and I respond the same way as the neighbors at that end of the street would respond. And that's what I pick up. So when I go for a walk, at the end of the street, I always, I have a a protection thing that I do, and I always do it. And if I'm not paying attention, all of a sudden I will know, and now I'm very quick, like it's like riding a bike, you know, taking off those two wheels. So now I can quickly, whoops, I forgot it here, done in a snap, I'm, I'm back, and I've cleaned myself from their thoughts and their energies and yeah and i mean because it's like you have the experience now you know exactly what to do you know what it is first of all it's not like you're just all of a sudden you're angry and you don't know why you know why and you know what to do about it and you know how it feels when you don't do anything about it so you can just take care of it right away so that's really interesting um empath it really makes sense to work in this kind of emotional uh healing you know To be able, I mean, I think it's a must. <laughs> I imagine it's a must <laughs> yes. to be able to, to connect with people on that level. And, you know, it's like if anyone was skeptical about um, being an empath, we all can feel each other's emotions. Like laughter is contagious. Yes. And there's a reason for that. It's because we're all connected in that way. You know, yes. um, anger, all that stuff is just you have a more sensitive uh you can sense it a little easier than other people. So that's what you mean when you say sensitive, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. And, and, and for example, um, I couldn't go shopping from October to December in the stores because people are in a bigger rush. They're more anxious. And I didn't know why I would just go and I'm like, I need to get out of here. I just need to get out of here because as a little girl, I disconnected okay, from who I was to be, it was one of my survival mechanisms. So now I'm learning to reconnect to who I really am, and stay in my body, like really well grounded, and centered Mm -hmm. in that. And I mean, my life is like, totally amazing. I don't have everything I want. And and it doesn't matter. I'm I'm getting there and I can see the progress I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I have this new way of life. Like in the morning, I can journal and I will ask the question, what are my possibilities today? Or what are my new possibilities today? Like, doesn't that change your whole life perspective? 
Certainly. If you're looking for possibilities instead of problems, <laughs> you're exactly. going to find them. You're going to find them. What are my new problems today, journal? <laughs> That's not an entry <laughs> I want to write. That's not one I want to write. <laughs> Sometimes it can be really good to write your problems, rip them up, you know, and, and burn them or soak them in water till they dissolve whatever trick you want that is mm -hmm. safe in your home environment and whatever age group you're in. But, <laughs> um, it's, it's so um, important to then focus on what is it that I want to co-create today for me? What's mm. one step? And I would love to share that when I started this, okay, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, I would write and then I would say, law, law, L-A, L-A, you know, law, 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 law. Because what that does is it takes you out of your mind and it brings you, it connects you back to your heart kind of. And, and as you're writing this and you reread the question, if you've written more than two lines and then you close the book, once you've written it down, you close the book, you have your day. And I'm like, oh man, this was a terrible day. Da, da, da. This went on, that went on. So I went back to my book at the end of the day. I had done everything that was written in my day on that page in the morning of possibilities. Wow. So uh, instant mindset flip, I think. You, you had this outlook where I didn't do anything or I don't feel accomplished, but right there it is written in your own handwriting. Yes. You've done everything that you wanted to do and feel accomplished. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. And I have goosebumps on this. This is very important for your audience, uh, Lee, and you. Oh, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you just have like this warm energy, warm, inviting energy. I yes. can guarantee you I didn't always have this. Okay. <laughs> This is the new, this is the real me. This is the new and real me. And, and it just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could imagine, you know, you're already confident and you, you know what you want, you know where you're going and all those things. But of course, when you look back, you ever like, well, I'm a people pleaser. And I think I want to please this person more than anything. But in actuality, that's not the thing Christine wants. When Actually, she, it was even worse yourself, than that, Lee. Uh -oh. It was. It was, I wasn't conscious I was doing it. Mm -hmm. See? That's right. Because until we can really see and allow ourselves to see that that's what we're doing, you know, how can we take responsibility for it? Yeah, because if somebody else made me do it, well, somebody else made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can blame everybody else in the world for, you know, I was a victim my whole life except in the last two years. Mm, wow. That's quite a difference. It's quite a difference. And I really like um, you know, taking ownership of things as well. That's one of the, the mantras, I think, for healing and really stepping into yourself is owning your own behavior and realizing that you're more powerful than you know, because you can create the future you want. And you did it when you wrote down the things that you wanted to do and you did them. And it seems like it was unconscious too. I mean, you you kind of came back and you felt like, why well, didn't do the thing? But you looked and like, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a whole new way of living my life. I'm learning. I, I, I will be writing a book called I'm not meant to be structured. Okay. okay. So 
but but I'm still working on my organizational skills. That's okay. But <laughs> not being structured is something like Saturday morning, I got up and I sat down and then I was inspired to listen to nature. I was inspired to start writing and I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote what I was experiencing. And, and I know this will be part of that book. And it wasn't planned. It just came about. And that's what I call going with the flow. This is my new life where I get to just experience the moment and live in it and, and be connected to whatever that moment has to offer me. Yeah, whatever that feeling is that arises, you can sit with it and you don't have to shut it off. If it's a joyous feeling and you have to go to work, well, maybe you will take that joy to work with you and not try to shut it off. Or maybe you'll not go into work if you have the option to go in a little later and do something that will, you know, help you be more joyous, experience that the feeling, go with the flow. Yes. And when my mind gets in the way, that's when the EFT or the tapping or the snap set go, which is an easier version of it. That's when that steps in right away because I can't tolerate being that way anymore. I don't want to be there anymore. So if it comes up, I need to allow it. I mm -hmm. need to recognize it. Yeah. But I don't need to keep it forever. Right. And that's the new me. Yes, that is it. You know, you have a choice. You're empowered to make a choice. In yeah. the situation so yeah, yeah that, that's really awesome i really enjoy listening to this because it's a lot of things that i subscribe to and I, I really like to be able to feel empowered and stuff i mean i like to feel empowered and i like to feel like um not a victim and mm -hmm. so it, it just brings me joy even though i make some decisions that might be might not be beneficial for me i can still own that um so I, I do have to ask you though, I think we were talking earlier. Um, I kind of got away from it when you when you said empath, but we talked about how you had um, a something on your website that talks about being empath empathetic, or was it a sensitivity or something oh, like that? Yes. So when you subscribe to my website, which is www.onlineefttransformation. Um, you get a free gift just for subscribing and you can uns unsubscribe at any point in time after. But I created, because of a client, in, in essence is where this originated, um, how to discover really if you are sensitive or highly sensitive. And that's how I got this um, young adult to discover uh, that she was so highly sensitive, but she was disconnected to her sensitivity. And this is what this science experiment, which is, I have two levels, like for the young children and for teens and adults. So I can essentially go to your website and um, sign up and get this uh, guide to do an experiment to help me figure out how... Yes sensitive I am. And if I discover that I'm very sensitive, should I probably be reaching out to you for help with that, right? That would be amazing. I would love to support um, you with that and give you more insight and... Um... Wonderful, wonderful. Because it seems like it could be really difficult if you don't get that under control. <laughs> 
essentially you're just like <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah he's just walking around and all of a sudden you're possessed by something it's awful <laughs> well yeah i guess i guess that's where they get these ideas of movies where <laughs> people get possessed i don't know that's what came up Lee, when you said that i, 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 I guess yeah. it, it just it's a very um if you are conscious and really present in the moment you will notice it more mm -hmm. and more. But I can also leave a little easy trick for the um, listeners is if you put your hand over your, um, um, it's called the solar plexus, but upper belly. So you know where your belly button, between your belly button and your rib cage, put your hand in that area. And then if, if all of a sudden you feel something and you're like, what was that? Put your hand there. Notice how your body reacts. And if it relaxes right away, it's not your energy. It's someone else's. So that was my first uh, trick that I found very useful. So I walked around a lot with my hand on my upper belly. <laughs> oh, my. I can imagine but how that looks. It's like, oh, but well, you can put both hands and say, like, oh, no, no. But I mean, I, but that's one easy way to start learning to differentiate, right? To distinguish really, is mm. it, is it your energy or is it someone else's? But you really need to also learn to pay attention to your emotions and your physical body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because definitely. Some people will only be an empath on the emotional level and some people will only be an empath on the physical level so it really depends i i, I just hit uh, the gold uh, diamond i'm both <laughs> ah a gold diamond <laughs> i just came out like that <laughs> so that's pretty awesome then uh you said you discovered that you had gifts and so mm -hmm. it sounds like you were definitely putting those to use so mm -hmm. now I wonder if we can go back to that exercise and talk about putting your gifts to use. I think that I understand what's going to happen here. I know about the amygdala. I said that right, I'm That's, sure. The yes. <laughs> you did a great uh, job, Lee. Yeah, and meridian points. Yes. So um, I, I will take you through my easy um, snap, set, go technique. And you have a collarbone, right? And just um, below, uh, the collarbone comes under the neck area to a, a knob, right? And you just go um, a bit on the outside of that knob of the collarbone. So it's called the collarbone point. And if you're listening and you're not too sure, you can just Google um, collarbone point tapping and it will you will get a picture of where that is. So it's below the collarbone a little bit below. And if you t go down from your ears straight down below the collarbone, it will bring you to that point. Yes, excellent. So I, I guess I'm explaining it pretty well, Lee, because you've got the right spot and you can't see where my hands are. So that's cool. So I want you to just sit and take a deep breath as you tap gently on those points. Or if you're highly sensitive, you're sore for some reason, you have fibromyalgia or whatever, just touch the area and it still works. It still sends a calming signal to your amygdala. So then I want you to breathe in through your nose, feel the air come in, paying attention to that. 
and go down to your lower belly. The lower belly is below the belly button. And see if you can inflate that area up. And then you hold the air for a couple of seconds and then you exhale. So right away, if you are sensitive or if you were holding on to stuff, you would have felt a release in your body. Now, what I would really like you to do so that you can really experience this at a, a deeper level is to choose an emotion or a feeling. And out of 10, and this is your best guess, it doesn't matter, it's not a scientific thing. I just want your best guess out of 10. Like when I said, you know, when somebody raises their voice, for me, it would send me into like this fear mode. And maybe for me, it was a nine out of 10. I want you to choose something for the first time when you're trying it just on the audio like this, something that's not too high, you know, maybe a five or six out of 10 maximum. So maybe you can pause the recording, take them a minute to think about what it is you would like to release. And when you have it, write it down on a paper and write out of 10 your best kiss where you feel the emotional or the fear is. Like, um, I don't know, uh, fear of spiders can be something you can do, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. And and that that you might need a practitioner for. So, but um, <laughs> fear of going somewhere because there's somebody that you don't like there, right? That could be another example of something. And your fear can be just at a five or six out of 10, or maybe just a four out of 10. And then you find your collarbone point again, and you focus and you breathe, you tap on that collarbone point, you breathe in through the nostrils, filling up your lower belly, bring your attention to your shoulders, relax, holding the breath, and then exhale for four seconds. Scan your body best you can. Notice if there's tension and then breathe in again for three seconds. Hold for two seconds, relax the shoulders and exhale for four. Think about what you just wrote down. Scan your body, breathe in for three. Relax the shoulders, the neck, the back, and exhale for four. And let's do it one more time for good luck. Breathe, scan your body. Oh, I forgot, snap your fingers. Breathe in for three. Relax the shoulders, the neck, and exhale for four. Now I want you to think of what you wrote down on your sheet. And out of 10, your best guess, what's the first number that pops out in your mind right now? Write it down on your paper. And Lee, it would be amazing if you would share where you were out of 10. You don't need to share what you worked on, but where you were out of 10 when we started and where you are now. Oh, sure. You know, I didn't want to do anything that was uh, really highly stressful, of course. You know, yeah. want to maintain composure for the podcast. Beautiful. <laughs> so, Love it. <laughs> uh, so uh, just something that was really small. So I would say a two. Yeah, perfect. And, 
Yeah, I don't feel much of anything now. So one, your best zero. guess out of 10 would be? Zero, one. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Zero, yeah. So zero or one. So that's how simple it is. So when that small, when these small things arise, if mm -hmm. you just tap on that collarbone, breathe into the lower belly, relax for two seconds and exhale for four, and you do that three, four, five times, it takes nine to 90 seconds, generally speaking, for the smaller stuff. And it just releases and feels so amazing. Yes. So what's really exciting is that I have recorded this with a video and everybody who has subscribed to my website, or if you don't want to subscribe to the website and you want to write to me at eFTtransformation.gmail.com. Uh, there we go. eFTtransformation.gmail.com. Yes. So then, um, and ask me to receive this for free. That's first level. There are many other, they build on. So when you can do that, then I add something else that's called the spiraling train and I add something else and something else so that it becomes even more efficient, effective when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So I use my snap, set, go technique daily. Wow. that I mean, I can see why if anything comes into your life, well, be, well, okay, there are so many reasons. You said that you're an empath. So of course, you're going to have more experiences with dealing with emotion than maybe most yeah. people. So yeah. definitely, but, oh, I'm sorry. I would like to just add, it's not just about um, being an empath. It's because mm. I never set boundaries with anybody Oh, until like, really, like, you know, when you're pleasing people, are you setting boundaries? No, not really. No. So I'm still in that process of learning to set boundaries with people. You know, uh, and when I I need to set a boundary and it scares me, snap, set, go, do it. After a minute, I'm like, yeah, yes, I can see clearly now. I'm out of my fight or flight response mode. I'm in my present moment and I can. You can act. finish setting that boundary. So, yeah, that's yeah. a that's definitely a great um, way to use it for an everyday situation because we have to set boundaries with people all yeah. of the time. Yes. So. Yeah. And if it causes you anxiety, then this will be a really helpful tool to help you create that boundary so that you're not letting it pile up on you, not saying, okay, it's fine this time when you really don't mean it just to get rid of the anxiety. Cause you, it's going to be bad. The next time they mm -hmm. ask you they're it's going to be worse because they're going to be like, well, you said yes last time. Oh, yes. I don't feel like it this time, but you said yeah. yes last time. So you find yourself in a situation where you just don't want to be there. So exactly. that's, it's a really great use case. Um, yes. yes, I have decided that everybody, because my mission in the world is to help millions of children, and we are all children at heart, and our little children and child inside of us needs help. So I've decided to offer the first level free for everybody that would like to give it a try. And it's videotaped with an audience, with questions. And uh, wow. So that sounds very wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's who I am. I'm a heart-centered person. I, I, it comes out all <laughs> through you, throughout you. It comes out. I can definitely <laughs> feel that. Okay. So <laughs> I had such a wonderful time just chatting with you about life and boundaries 
And EFT, being a practitioner of that, learning new vocabulary, um, I love to learn stuff, new stuff. But it is time for us to wrap up. So can you tell everyone where they can find you? Oh, they can find me on um, www.onlineefttransformation.com. I am on Instagram. I am now on TikTok. I am on Facebook and I am on LinkedIn. Okay. So essentially, <laughs> I just need to go to your website and I'll find everything I need right there. Yes. If you oh. don't email me, it'll be my pleasure. Okay. Wonderful. So she's offering you an email opportunity to chat with her, have an email. If you feel that you are highly sensitive as well, you might want to go and take that test to see if you are, and you may need some guidance with it. It, Although she's re referenced some materials that you could look at yourself, it is really helpful to talk to an actual person who's had their experience, that experience, and that might give you some insight and help you get started on your journey. Because um, we always want to see a connection in other people. Like if you are having an experience, you want the other person that you're talking to to be able to relate your experience. And who else than a person who told you that they've had that experience? They can help you prepare for it. Thank you, Christine. You have I would like to add one last thing. Sure. I'm so sorry, but oh. I just popped in my mind. Yeah. I have a 30-minute discovery session for only $27. So that gives people the opportunity to experience really firsthand what what a session with me is. It's only 30 minutes, but you will see in 30 minutes, we can do quite a bit. So. Fantastic. I'm so glad. So how can I find that? Uh, is it going to be on your website? I just go to your website you and I'll find that? To, when you go to my website on the top uh, right, right hand corner, it says book and reserve and you go in there and that brings me to my, to your, uh, my booking tool. Wonderful. Wonderful. So now I have to ask you one question because it popped into my mind. <laughs> Who is a good candidate? Who is a good candidate for your services? Anyone who wants to find their inner strength and mm. especially children, because children will only need a couple of sessions to get back on track. So when you say children, what is the age range for children? Oh, I've worked from 15 months to 85 years old. So. Wow. So all humans, all humans. <laughs> <laughs> and you also speak French too, right? Yes. I, French is my first language, actually. Oh, okay. So you also speak English. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> that's what it's that's proper that's the proper way to put it there. So yes, reach out to her. She's multilingual and she can definitely help you. If you like what you've heard here, please go and check out her website, check out her Instagram and TikTok. I will put those things in the show notes. Go connect with her because you are going to learn a whole lot and you're connect with a genuine person. Christine, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure, Lee, and thank you for everybody for listening.